right. Hey, everybody. It's Still Sober with John Rabin. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. And if you are either, if you are a person, uh, I hope you're staying cool or or at least hydrated because Jesus Christ it's not great. It's hot. It's this is I work in a warehouse that doesn't have um, air conditioning. So it's been um, it's been something. It's been great. It's been draining. It's I am It's one of those it's one of those things where you're just you, you feel like you just you're just giving up <laughs> just in general like, I don't care um, uh, what if I turn on the big fan that we always keep on low because it's designed way it goes way too fast like you turn it on low and it's just wow I'm like this is low and then you turn it on to medium and high and it's just ridiculous but like it got so hot today we got to medium and we're like, we're just going to go with the deafening sound because we need the air. Um, cause this sucks. So that's where I'm at. Um, and I bring it up because it's just, uh, yeah. You're like, all right, get, what are we going to talk about today? And I'm like, I don't care. So I'm hot. I'm just, I'm just like exhausted. I'm like, what did I, even do today. I mean, I got stuff done. I didn't, I didn't like sweat all over and just like die, but it just was just sort of this slow drain. And that's where I'm at. And it's like, um, so you come home and I'm like, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, okay, I'm going to do the podcast. But then afterwards it's like, Oh, do you want to watch something? And I'm like, I have zero interest in everything. It's almost like I'm going to record this podcast and then I'm going to go to bed. Duh, maybe not. It's just but that's 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 how draining it is. It's so draining that you don't feel like doing anything. And that's uh, so you got to be careful with that. I don't know how to get around that. I don't know that just I don't know, go sit inside for a while and get the energy back up. I don't know. Maybe I'll snack, drink some more. Uh, maybe I'll drink some emergency. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, but I'm freaking spent, man. Hmm. So that's where I'm at. I'm fine, by the way. It sounds like I don't. You know, I just don't feel like doing anything. Um, maybe I'll just veg out in front of something that that'll bore me. Um, no, this is, see, what happens is, is that it, that's not true. What it is, is I don't have any interest in seeing something new. I, I'm very much into, uh, I will probably watch something I've seen already just to watch it again. Just sort of that, uh, that nostalgia fix that I always seem to find myself in. It's why I watch reaction videos. I like to watch uh, young people watch a movie that I like for the first time and uh, 
watch them not understand what's going on and then just sit there and go, come on, what's the matter with you? Can't you figure out what's going on in this movie that I've seen 20 times, but you're only seeing for the first time? Come on. Anyway, uh, hope your week's been well. Um, If you've not been paying attention to the news, then it's probably been okay. You're probably getting ready, gearing up for the summer. Um, Summer's in full swing. You're probably uh, dealing with, uh, if you've got kids, um, you're probably figuring out how to uh, pawn them off into some kind of um, affordable summer camp scenario. It's like, let's find them something to do where they're not here. Because it's like, hey, it's great that the kids are home but i'm guessing that that lasts for about what a day and a half and then you're like i gotta get them the fuck out of here for my sanity so so i'll just we'll just talk about a couple quick things and i'll get out of here so um first thing is is that uh it's i think it's good when you can recognize uh, addictive behavior in other things and you're able to go all right i need to put a, the kibosh on this right now and i'll give you two examples from my own perspective one is this video game that i play video games it's a thing and it's this the addict behavior the the whole serotonin like chase um, you know, you get that, just get that rush and, um, you know, a match online that I play and it's not going the way I want it. So I play another one and I'm like that. Oh, I, I'm not done. I got to keep going. So I keep going. And then it's, uh, past the time I wanted to go to bed. I almost said bedtime, but, uh, I'm going to turn 50. So maybe at some point, I need to stop using the phrase past my bedtime um, and realize I'm an adult. I can go to bed whenever I want. Just realize the longer you wait to go to bed, the more fucked up it's going to be in the morning. And you're going to be sitting there in the morning going, I did this to me. So a couple nights ago, I had that and I just kept going and going. I'm like, oh, I've got to play one more match. This is some bullshit. Um, You know, like, like I'm just, you know, I'm upset because there's people, there's kids younger than me who are way better at the game than me. Um, and that's just the way it's always going to be. Uh, and I, but I recognized that I was like, oh, no, I'm chasing the dragon of video games in a way. So it's like, all right, time to stop. Just cut it off. You're going to feel disappointed and it's going to go away. But you have to. It's gonna. But you have to write it out. You have to stop it. Get off the goddamn Xbox. Go brush your teeth. Get in bed, and read or stare at your phone and watch watch adult uh, TikTok, aka you know Instagram Reels. Just sit there and watch dumb shit. I don't know. Go watch cats and dog videos. And uh, just chill the fuck out and then go to bed and you'll be fine. And sure enough, that's what it is. It it wears off and you're like that urge to go, no, I want to play. I want to play one more time. You just let it go. And another example from me, 
for my life is the um, these freaking what are they the CBDs like five milligram of CBD microdose something I don't know wintergreen mints that uh, chill me the f out but it's one of those things where it chills me out to a level that I keep that I don't uh, I don't take these all you know every day it's just I like to space it out every couple of days just when I really want to just uh, veg out and zone out for the rest of the, for the rest of the night then I'll uh, then I'll take that CBD mint because I can recognize when I take it I'm like hmm this does chill me out. You know what would be great is if it chilled me out even more. And you start thinking about like, oh, maybe a heavier dose of full-spectrum CBD or to check out what these Delta number CBD bullshit is and see if that's even stronger. Like it, you, you start thinking in terms of a drug addict where it's like, oh, you know what would be better than this? Something like this, only stronger. <laughs> Which is, it's like, hey, this is great. You know, it'd be better than this. This times a hundred. Um, so it's one of those things that I'm like, eh, it's, you know, I don't really, you know, you know, it's not risky behavior per se because it's, it's, you know, it's just CBD. It doesn't get you high. Excuse me, it doesn't get me high. I don't know what it does, but but it's still one of those things where it's like I like this but i could use more of it because i don't want to just chill out i want to really chill out okay john well how much chilling out do you want to do like what is that leading to is it leading towards painkillers maybe you want to do you want to feel less uh just in general so it's something to keep an eye on but uh I don't know. It's 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 something that you you just uh, by being made by making yourself aware of it is uh, is always good. It's why I do this podcast. It's why I you know can once a week think about my sobriety, think about the recovery that I do, so that I can recognize in my life if I'm doing some kind of behavior that isn't necessarily self-destructive that isn't necessarily bad but it's a but a pattern that can lead into more and more extreme or lead to a direction that can ultimately through a series of chain of events with unchecked you know that that if you go unchecked can lead you down to making a decision ultimately that uh, that you're going to regret if that can make if that makes sense you know i started off with cbd and next thing i knew i was on fucking trank now it's it sounds ridiculous and it it, it probably you know a lot would have to happen but it's still one of those things that's like why why tempt it why not you know stick with something you know be mindful of what you're doing and stick with what works for you that's uh Oh, that's that's about all I wanted to talk to uh, talk on that, but uh, 
I don't know. Something I wanted to bring up. So I just saw this article and it is the title. It's off of Business Insider. And the title is Gen Z and millennial workers feel confused, irritated, and left out by endless quote unquote workplace jargon in the office. LinkedIn research shows, which is a, it's, by the way, it's a very short article. So I don't know if I'm bringing this up because I want to bitch about uh, what people pass off as um, journalism, which is just like quick write-ups to, you know, they, people, I'm, I'm guessing because of um, writers getting paid garbage. Um, oh, also this was posted at 4.30 a.m. Central Standard, Central CDT, well, whatever. Um, this uh, this must have been a this must have been posted um, from the UK. Oh, sure enough, yeah, it's the new research released by LinkedIn and Duolingo surveyed 1,016 respondents in the UK. Oh, Jesus. Okay, see, this is what happens when you don't read it that closely. Um, Regardless, it's a fluff piece, and uh, but it worked because I clicked on it because I totally am an ageist. I do recognize that uh, different generations, um, you know, have like like an entire generation isn't doomed. An entire generation isn't the same person. That there's a wide range in each generation. Um, what interested me about this was the idea that Gen Z and millennials don't like certain jargon that confuse them when these fuckers come up with jargon all the time. And then I'm supposed to know what uh, intersectionality and, uh, you know, what gaslighting is. Like I'm supposed to, suddenly I'm supposed to be looking up what, um, and recognizing gaslighting in my own life when I never used that phrase till about five years ago. You know, I never heard the phrase till five years ago. It's, you know, stuff like that. Um, so when I see this, I'm like, well, suck it up. So let's, let's, let's look at it real quick. All right. So um, young professionals entering the workforce are puzzled by the seemingly endless dictionary of workplace jargon thrown at them. And it's like, and um, so out of those thousand, uh, yeah, 1,016 people, what a big number. Um, let's, let's, let's say that the whole, let's, let's, let's take a thousand people and then um, label an entire generation based on what a thousand people said in a survey. And not just any people, a thousand people that would actually take the survey. That would actually sit there and go, yes, I will click through the survey and do this with my attention span. Uh, so 48% of Gen Z and millennials are feeling left out at work because of the use of workplace jargon like blue sky thinking, which I've never heard a phrase. That must be a UK thing because I've never heard the phrase blue sky thinking and low hanging fruit, according to a press release viewed by Insider. Uh, low-hanging fruit confuses you? You can't just Google it? Like that's 
do you not do you not understand context in a conversation? That's I don't understand how that is. Uh, some 60% of Gen Z and millennials say that jargon was like a different language. And as a result, almost half said that they had a made a mistake at work because they didn't understand a phrase. I wish they gave examples. I would love to know what they did at their job wrong because they didn't understand low-hanging fruit and didn't Google it. Because if I Google, let's see here. Let's Google it. Low-hanging fruit. And it before it even gives you results, it says, a thing or person that can be won, obtained, or pursued with little effort. Yeah, that's it, it's, it's in the dictionary. People also ask, what does the phrase low-hanging fruit mean? The obvious or easy things that can be made, that, that can be most readily done or dealt with in a cheap... Okay, yeah, all right. Problem solved. Anyway, let's see. Plenty of people use jargon as part of their everyday language without even realizing it. For, the, for those who are newer in the workplace, learning a whole new set of vocabulary can be frustrating. Charlotte D Davies, a career expert at LinkedIn, said, uh-huh. All right. Give me more examples because this is – they're just talking in general about – let's see. Learning the workplace language can be tough and we – we, and we hope that by opening up the conversation, we can help to break down that workplace language barrier. It's not a language. They're just phrases. There's still more of the fucking thing that's going on. You don't... There's, let's see, what are, what are some of the other ones? Okay, here we go. More than half of young professionals said that they had to look that they had looked up a word in a meeting to understand the conversation, while 83% said that they had used a word they didn't really understand in a professional situation to keep up appearances. Okay, now I'll give you that. That's that's all yeah, that's confusing. That you're having to play along, but that's that's what we've all done. That's why. That's why people slightly older than you, like who aren't much older than you, you don't understand phrases, but you see people who are only five years older than you using that phrase and it makes you feel like, well, how do they know? Because they started using phrases they didn't understand either to keep up appearances. You, you start listening to people talk about thinking outside the box and you in your head you're going, I don't know what the fuck the box is. Is this a metaphorical box? Is is a physical box somewhere in the office that has the ideas that we want to stick with, but that are tired. And so we're coming up with ideas that we haven't physically written down on a piece of paper and put in a box. Like you just aren't coming up with shit. You just start picking up on it and you speak. It's like lingo at, you know, it's like when the cool kids say words at school, then you start using that word. You don't know what that word means. You don't understand the whole, you know, it's like how everybody says woke now. Like we didn't know what it meant. You just keep using it and it just keeps coming up and you just, you, you figure it out. It's not that difficult. Your job is not based around a certain phrase. Some of the most frequently used phrases at work, here's some more, moving forwards. That's not a difficult phrase. That's not hard to figure out. You're moving forward versus what? 
let's think about it. If you're not moving forward, what are you doing? You're not moving at all or uh, you're moving backwards and nobody wants to move backwards. All right. Not a hard phrase. Touch base. Okay. I can, I can see that touch base is, you know, if you don't know, uh, if you're sitting there going, is this, is this because of baseball that I'm safe because I'm touching the base? I can see that, but it's like, I I need to, but in context, it's like, Oh, we need to touch base on this situation. And I'm like, after like the third time you hear it, you got to pick up on what they're saying or just Google the motherfucker circle back. That's another phrase. And then it also, and then it also provides the phrase ducks in a row. And nobody knows what that means. We got to get our ducks in a row. Like we know what the phrase is used for, but that's, dude, that's some old, old shit. That, that can go, that phrase can die with the boomers. You, you totally can. Cause nobody, you know, we don't use that. We don't, you know, it may come out, but you know, it will slowly, that'll go away. Don't worry about that. You can Google it. You can look at it, but it doesn't make any sense. I don't know the origin of it. I've never used it. I've heard it in a meeting before, but ducks in a row is not the centerpiece of the meeting of the project or whatever that hell it is. Your joke of a job that you're pretending to do just to keep getting paid. It's like you, you just, you, you grab onto the, the phrases and you just use them. It's, it's not that difficult. You guys, it's, it's weird that there was a survey about it, that they got a bunch of people into it. Um, probably the dumbest of the people, people who actually thought that a survey would do something. They're like, I'm going to contribute um, because I am confused as to where the ducks are in regards to this particular project um and if they are metaphorical ducks what do the ducks represent and if they are out of sequence and not in a uh if they are in a column if you have ducks in a column is that bad like they have to be rows but like if the row turns that's then considered a column is ducks in a column isn't a phrase is that bad? I mean, or is it just um, in an order that you're not particularly comfortable with uh, as upper management? See, these are things that uh, it doesn't, I don't think it matters. But uh, yeah, just fake, the whole fake it till you make it, which is another jargon. It's another phrase. I'm sure you've heard, but it's very easy. Look, you lied on your resume. You bullshit it on your resume to get the job. Just keep bullshitting. Just keep faking it. All you have to do is look at the person at your work who it's dumbfounding to you that they still have a job. 
like they do the least amount of work and somehow they don't get called out for it and they keep their job. All you got to do is find out what they're saying and then just mimic that. It's not that hard. It's just, it's just the survival skill. You just got to blend in. You know, if you're not going to excel, then you got to do status quo. So find the most status quo-y person that you work with and copycat. That's all you got to do. All right. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Appreciate it. You guys, we'll see you next week. All right. Later. Yeah.